Welcome to the Bucket Drop Podcast. Hope everybody had a great weekend. I myself did some landscaping and uh, we enjoyed the evening. We got our daughter babysat, which we hadn't done for a long time, and uh, just some quality time with the wife. Uh, she fell asleep. Uh, we had a few drinks, shared a bottle of wine, and uh, I entertained myself after she fell asleep by watching the Trilla in Manila, baby, like Snoop Dogg was saying. Um, it was entertaining. Uh, I didn't watch all the fights. I put money on two, put money on Ivan Redcatch. Uh, he had a, a good fight against Tony back in the day, so I kind of saw him box before, and he was paying uh, 10 times. So uh, he ended up losing. Uh, that other guy had, was a southpaw, and uh, yeah, he was throwing bombs, and uh, I think... It was kind of weird. He went, Red Catch went down uh, saying that he got hit in the nuts. But if you go back and look at it on YouTube, it was clearly not a, a low blow. So I don't know. I don't want to say he gave up because, you know, uh, I'm sure maybe something happened. But it was just a weird one. Uh, I don't know if he was trying to get the, you know, the, the other guy uh, disqualified. But clearly not a shot in the nuts. I don't know boxing enough. But go go check it out. Let me know what you think. Um then obviously I put money on the Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. I put 80 bucks on Jake Paul, and uh, yeah, we had a little bit of uh, banter on Facebook. A few guys that were betting on Askren. I don't know. I just watched too much of the sparring footage. I was kind of invested in this fight in in the sense that like I tried to study before making this bet, which I don't usually do. I'm just kind of a long shot Louis usually, but uh, yeah, just thought the sparring of uh, Jake Paul looked a lot crisper than. Uh, Ben Askren and uh, Ben Askren also, you know, he got ready in 12 weeks. I think Jake Paul's been practicing boxing for, I want to say, like three years, and uh, he's had a few more amateur fights uh, in the boxing world. Obviously, if it was an MMA fight, you know, he would be destroyed by Ben Askren, but it's not. It's boxing, and uh, you know, he can't go for a double leg. Ben Askren has nothing to be ashamed of. I'm sure his bank account is uh, nice and big now. And like I said, it's not an MMA fight. It's boxing, pure and simple. And uh, uh, Jake Paul, uh, you know, people can bash him as much as they want. I don't like the kid. Like, he's really uh, arrogant. And uh, I don't think he's too bright either. But uh, the thing is, he can he can throw punches. He can, he can bang and... You know, if you watch the fight, um, I've been hit really hard before by a guy called uh, Corey Bellamy. I didn't even see it coming. And, uh, you know, right before he TKOs him, uh, if he would have landed the the blow right before, again, go check it out on YouTube, uh, Ben Askren would still be in the hospital, I think. It was, uh, I mean, the, the, the guy just swings, like, for the fences and... You know, against a real boxer, I think he'd get popped because, you know, he's got the head down and he's not, you know, uh, worrying about a counterpunch or anything. So I think, like, if he was going to fight a guy like a real boxer, obviously he'd get destroyed. But uh, MMA and UFC guys, you know, they had to concentrate on multi disciplines. And I think that he can probably pick other MMA guys that he can beat up. And, uh, you know, he's taking a smart avenue. You know, he's not challenging boxers. So, uh, as stupid as I say he is, you know, it's, uh, the same time he's, uh, you know, he's picking the right opponents and, uh, I don't know, he'll probably call on like Dylan Dennis or something like that. He, he wants, he wants the big cheddar fight, uh, with, uh, McGregor, but 
I, I don't think he's going to get it right away. I think Connor's kind of just laughing him off. But you never know. I I think it'll happen. I don't know if there was a way to bet on that. I think it's going to happen down the road. Uh, you know, offer anybody $50 million, they're probably going to get in the ring. Which kind of brings me to uh, a, a guy that shouldn't be in the ring at, at all. Um, I think he was coked out of his mind, to be honest. He was like the only entertaining thing about uh, the, the thriller thing. Was uh, Oscar De La Hoya was on the panel, and uh, it was a weird panel. You had like Snoop Dogg, Mario Lopez from uh, Saved by the Bell. Uh, who else? Uh, I don't know. So the dude that runs th- uh, Thriller, and then like they'd have like some guests come on. They had Pete Davidson from SNL, which I don't know. He looks like a total tool, tool bag, to be honest with you, with his bleach blonde hair. You know, I think once you're past like 25. Uh, you shouldn't be allowed to bleach your hair blonde. Just like when Milan Lucic did it. I think it's a... I don't know. It should be a, an unwritten rule. But... Antuka, it is what it is. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Oscar De La Hoya didn't seem all there. Um, I'm sure he was partying. And uh, he's been known to uh, dabble in the booger sugar. And uh, I definitely think that he was uh, he was lit up last night. Because... I don't know. He was saying a lot of stuff that didn't make sense. That one of the boxers didn't have a chin. And... Uh, yeah, so he's going to step back into the ring at, like, 55, which, yeah, sounds like a good idea, right? But, uh, yeah, just uh, CTE at its finest. I know uh, CTE's not a joke, but uh, I don't know. These guys that are stepping in the ring at, you know, when, when they should just be, like, grandfathers reading books to their kids, uh, very bizarre. And uh, one thing that scares the shit out of me is uh, talking about reading books to your kids uh, is my daughter growing up in a an era where music is more stripping than music uh they had these girls on here and uh it just reminded me exactly of the episode of south park uh again you could youtube that too when randy which is stan's dad uh you know he's uh he's grinding on cars and playing with his privates uh imitating uh Miley Cyrus, and it, that's what it, it looked like, you know, like, they looked like prostitutes, it reminds me of that sketch with uh, Dave Chappelle when he says, uh, you know, how much to the prostitute on the corner, and she's like, oh, why would you think that I'm a prostitute, and, you know, he kind of uses the example of uh, asking for help to a police officer, and as if a police officer would be like, why would you ask me for help, I'm not a police officer, you know, if uh, you're not a police officer, don't dress like a police officer, if you're not a prostitute, don't dress like one, but, uh, yeah, just uh, grinding on the floor, these girls, and I don't know, one of the songs was so, like, uh, just disgusting, like, she's talking about, you know, play with my private, don't play with my emotions, that was Doja Cat, and then there's another girl that was recently in a sex scandal, like, or not a sex scandal, but she was, like, I don't know, I think there was, like, a domestic abuse or something like that, her name is, uh, what was her name again, Sawidi or something, I, I don't know any of these people, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, I respect the heck out of women, but, uh, yeah, that just scares me that my, you know, this music is gonna be around while my daughter's growing up, I'm gonna have to, uh, put all kinds of blocks on the, uh, YouTube and on the the internet and stuff like that. I don't know. I didn't. I know we had Eminem and we had some people, but at least you know, like when they were rapping or when they were singing, you could make out their lyrics. I think that these people were all like lip syncing. Uh, the only guy that was actually somewhat decent was uh, Ice Cube. He was singing the one of my favorite 
rap classics. Uh, today was a good day, and uh, and I, I guess Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube are teaming up like, with a new like group. It's called Mount Rush Mount something. Um, I, I, it's, it's so weird. I don't know. Like Snoop Dogg hasn't write, written a good song since like 2002, I think. Uh, I think that these guys should just stick to acting. There, they're like pushing 60. But like I said, uh, Ice Cube. But you could tell that back in the day, you could act. You actually had to sing your lyrics uh, because you could clearly see that he was singing them. But the other girls that were humping the ground, um, they were just kind of, I don't know, somewhat uh, matching the lyrics with their lip syncing. But Okay, I talked about this way too long, but I guess, uh, like I said, I, I won 150 bucks, so uh, that was my first good prediction in a long time. Um, so yeah, good one, uh, good for me. I pat myself on the back. Uh, there was a Frank Mir fight a little bit earlier on. He was fighting a boxer, and that was the guy that Oscar De La Haya was saying that had no chin. And he was saying, like, go for the go for the kill, go for the kill, uh, Frank Mir. And his mouth was just moving a million miles per per minute because, obviously, he was on the sugar, I think. Um, but, yeah, Frank Mir, uh, definitely not a boxer. But, you know, props to him for sticking in the whole fight. I think that's a moral victory for him. And I, I think that's what he was saying as well. He had his daughter cornering him, which, which was pretty cool. And Montreal Canadiens played earlier in the day. I honestly didn't even know they were playing. I just... It was a quick back-to-back, less than 24 hours since the previous game against the Calgary Flames. So uh, they had one against the Flames uh, on Friday. I watched that one. A little bit of a snoozer. Um, Toffoli with two goals, so he continues on uh, on his way to uh, to uh, being a, close to a 50-goal scorer in this uh, shortened season. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, I don't know, I think... Like the Calgary Flame game, I didn't even watch the whole thing. I, I was switching back and forth between my 600-pound life. If you haven't watched that, that's a good. Uh, it's good for your confidence. It's where uh, basically self-explanatory. Right? Uh, 600 people, 600-pound people are uh, trying to get like that weight loss surgery thing. But uh, meanwhile, on their way to getting the weight loss, they, they eat the living room table. Um, so, anyways, I'm not making fun of uh, big people, but uh, I think there's a limit there too. You know, when you have to be carried out of your house with a helicopter, I think that's, uh, you're pushing the envelope a little bit, but, uh, yeah, um, we watch a lot of TLC at home, 90 Day Fiance, my wife, uh, whenever she asks me, hey, can we switch it, when the Habs game is pretty boring, I don't, uh, argue with her too, too much, because, uh, unless, uh, the boys are buzzing, I, uh, I'm good with watching some, uh, some chick flicks and TLC, that's it for me, guys. Uh, I don't know what to bet on this week, but uh, follow me on Facebook. Sometimes I don't make an episode, but I put some predictions out there. And uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully the Montreal Canadiens uh, bounce back. I know that Boston's playing this afternoon, uh, so you know playoffs are coming. A couple weeks, say, and uh, you know maybe we'll uh, I'll get to see John Merrill with his badass mullet. On defense for uh, the Canadians, he's still under quarantine, and so is uh, Gustafson, which is uh, should be good on the power play. But uh, take care, Kays. Box drop.